0: All right, guys, it's Mike. Uh, just a couple of quick notes that we caught after we recorded. Uh, James Stebeck is actually going to be in the first group from tier uh, two to tier one. Um, and then also uh, the person that I got a truly from was uh, Jared Lomeli. Uh, so enjoy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Back. This is the second ever episode of the IFL podcast, and I am joined again by the co hostess with the most is Mr. Joey. Show, Joey, how are you doing today?
1: Good, Mike. I'm excited to get into this. Uh, this is the long awaited reveal of teams' positions as they stand now. This is the reveal of our rankings. I think there's, there's a lot to go over, so I'm really excited to get into it.
0: This is going to be the Position reveal. So, uh, Joey and I, we both kind of had our breakdowns, and we also had uh, a neutral third party source uh, do a breakdown as well. And uh, looking after that, we've kind of adjusted some rankings here. So now uh, we're going to provide you um, just kind of with different groupings of different players to help you out with your draft. Um, because uh, as you know, the draft is filled up, it's filled up right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, By the time this gets released, you can if you have six friends or you and five other friends that want to do another free pod or even a paid pod, let me know. And I'd be happy to facilitate that. But the cutoff date we're drafting this week. So we're going to have to get that in as soon as possible.
1: Yeah. Our first show is this Saturday and that'll be the first kind of experiment with this uh, should be, should be a really fun show too. I think we've got some really stacked teams this year. Yeah. I let's go. Cause I want to do one of two things um, uh, today specifically going into this Um, first and foremost uh, I want to talk about the rankings and how we're doing them. Uh, Mm -hmm. So first of all, we're not ranking solely on, you know, name recognition or anything like that, or favoritism or anything. We've taken a lot of things in consideration, what mm-hmm. team they're on, how many years of IFL they have, uh, who's on their team, all of these things. So we don't really have this person's number one, this person's number two, and then keep going down to this person's number 30. What we're doing is we have them in groups of five. We have six groups of five. And what we're saying is if you're playing fantasy, we're saying you can draft anyone you want, as long as it's your pick, but we're saying any from group one in the first round, any mm. from group two in the second round, third round, fourth round, fifth round, sixth round, so on and so forth. And and not that one is higher than the other, but rather you, you then have to make your own gut decision at that point. So when so when we say the group one, we're going to announce all of the team names, kind of go over them, um, uh individually a little bit just to give you some ideas about what their position is, what that means for the team and all that stuff. But uh, no matter how you slice it, whoever you take in the first round front should be from group one, but if you're feeling positive about a group two, maybe you got a late first round pick and you, you know, you know, I like this group Two, I want to take high group Two, Then go right ahead. But this is not, this is, there's not going to be this person's one, this person's two, this person's 30. It's correct. These five can be taken. That should be taken the first round. So on and so forth.
0: Yeah. And I mean, looking at it too, you have to fill in your position. So if you're thinking in your gut, you know, that midfielder position is a position that I really need to get filled early, you know, please, by all means, you know, do whatever you feel is appropriate. Absolutely. It, it is, it is your team uh, to do that with. So um, second like,
1: thing I want to address too, is let's, oh, we're going to talk a little bit about scoring. I think maybe uh, as we continue on, but I do want to make one thing clear about the scoring uh, the scoring will be broken down for you and every league that you have. So you have an idea about it. But one thing to remember is no matter what the position could be captain, could be coach, could be goalie, could be whatever. The person who got the most points in that show wins eight points for their league owner. Yes. Person who got second place gets seven points for their league, league uh, their team owner, six for third, five for fifth or five for fourth. That should be fifth. Yeah. Five points for fourth place. So eight, seven, six, five. Those are, those could be on the same team. They those could be on opposing teams. The, the number one score on one team could be the team that wins or this exists too. the team that wins might not have the highest score. It's probably likely they will. So these are all just things to keep in mind when you are drafting, if you are trying to win, you are after points.
0: Yes, you are after points you want, uh, you know, you can draft risky and go high risk, you can go high risk, high reward, Um, you know, and another thing too that it is uh, a little bit different so we every team has declared their position for their player in the preseason, so they have declared this so. In IFL, you can change your position. So you could look at your score sheet and have a set team. But, you know, two weeks in, somebody switches out midfielder and they decide to play goalie. So now you have a team with no midfielder and two goalies. Just to clarify, whatever position that that player, that improviser, is playing and in that particular show is what they're going to be scored on. Mm -hmm. So if there are two goalies, you're getting two goalie points um, and no midfielder points. So you need to, uh, that is very, very clear just to make sure. So it is luck of the draw. Maybe you can think, you know, am I going to draft someone who's a little bit versatile, you know, so that can definitely be some uh, good strategy there.
1: That should be a factor, I think, is that, you know, it's between this guy who I know is going to be the goalie or maybe this gal who has some versatility, maybe she moves around during the season, something to consider.
0: Yes, so... Um, Yeah. So with that being said, um, you know, we have broken it down. And again, this is in uh, no particular order. So we are going to give you the groupings for group one, um, as well as what position they're in and kind of break that down a little bit. Um, And then um, so on and so forth. Um, Are you ready, Joey?
1: Yeah. Let's talk about group number one. Uh, And this, again, these, all this order has been placed randomly. Again, you put your order in whatever you want. That's totally fine with us. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna list off five names from our group one. This is who our group one is. Group one, in any order from group one. Jennifer Choi, Captain. Garen Miller, goalie. Jack Wanzura, coach. Vanessa Kozianan, goalie, and Zach Payne, goalie.
0: Now. What stands out to me in this one is you have three goalies in there, yes. so they are going right at the right at the top of the draft because there is a lot of talent in that position so early on.
1: Well, the thing about goalie is is that there with with the goalie joke being what it is, it is the only opportunity for any position to score a goalie joke. You know what I mean? Right. The only the only person who can score a goalie joke is a goalie. Now I know that's, I know that's probably like a no duh situation, but like <laughs> a lot of teams, a lot of teams get points uh, coaches and or sorry, goalies and, um, and, uh, and captains get points for their lineup jokes. Co- coaches get points all over the place. So, so goalie has built in it though. I will say as well, if goalies miss jokes, if goalies missed, they're the only ones who can miss a goalie joke. And I know some people are sitting there going, no, duh, but it is something to think about.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you look at someone um, here like Jack, right? Being the coach, you know, you have so many years. You have a wealth of knowledge. Her scene painting is so solid and it can definitely put you in a good spot. So if you want something that is more of having a steady foundation, um, you know, definitely, it's definitely Jack would be a great option now. And,
1: And think about this winning of the match. an ifl show gets you three points losing a match obviously you lose a point as a as a coach in ifl winning the match we expect and analysts have been broken this down we expect a high scoring season no matter which way you cut it so it's going to come down two points here or there and we do and the analysis do pick jack as an early favorite got a good team line it got a good schedule this season not an easy schedule by no means is any spun schedule easy but it's a good schedule uh, they have a great kickoff game, and remember, winning the kickoff game gets you uh, gets you a point.
0: Right now, the the thing is the 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 move for uh, Jennifer Choi from player from rookie uh, IFL rookie of the year to captain is is a huge leap and a huge uh, decision, and and kind of looking at. Looking at it, you know, in that kind of captain role, like, you know, you are responsible for the uh, making sure that everything goes as smooth as possible and doing your enhancements here and there. So Mm -hmm. that is something that is really, uh, really going to be interesting to see um, in that in that captain role.
1: I think Jennifer Choi has got a really interesting story. If you look at it through IFL for sure, winning rookie of the year, her first season, her second season, winning the championship. This is her first season as a captain. And it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out for her.
0: Right. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, it's definitely um, something that is a uh, high risk, high reward, a very, a very good speculative, um, speculative ad there. So,
1: well, speaking uh, of speculative, you know, another name that jumps out to me is Vanessa, who is a rookie.
0: Right. And being in that, in that first tier as a rookie, those are some, some big shoes there. And I mean, this is all coming back from her, uh, scouting numbers and her, her combine information. Um, you know, so I think, I think it's going to be interesting to see, um, to have that moment up there and hopefully, you know, she doesn't get rattled or, you know, the moment isn't uh, bigger, you know, and hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, she'll rise up to the occasion. Now, as, as far as uh, the goalie uh, position, does that, is that something that um, caught you by surprise or it, do you think that she has the, the BGE, no. the big goalie <sighs> energy?
1: No, I think I think that fits her skill set well. Looking at her team, I think that that is a position of need for them when they were drafting this year. When I looked at uh, when you look at the history uh, of the Newport Beach Academy, goalie has been an up and down. I think they drafted Vanessa with this in mind.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow! So I
1: definitely think that that's something, uh, something to think about uh, too. Um, you can absolutely have players from the same team. There is some some different uh, fantasy philosophies about stacking from the same team. Jennifer right. and Jack are both in the first uh, grouping they're on the same team. And then there's mm-hmm. a pretty even spread between Fullerton Americans for, for Garen Miller, the Newport Beach Academy for Vanessa and Garden Grove Trotters for Zach.
0: Right, right, right. I, that's exciting. I think that that's definitely a, um, a solid group. Now kind of, I'm going to go ahead, well, let's tra- go ahead and transition over to um, group, number two. group could, two. Yeah, in you a, tell us about it. All righty. And again, in no particular order, um, we have uh, James Stebeck with the We also, who is the goalie for that particular team. We also have coach Dustin Willoughby for the Irvine.comies, followed by the man, the myth, the legend, Bill Jackson, captain, captain of the Garden Grove Trotters. We also have Josh Heimendinger, coach of the Fullerton Americans, and we have Steven Bartlett, the forward for the Irvine.comies. So we got a three stack right here in the second tier for the Irvine.comies.
1: And again, this is something to think about to consider. Uh, you know, you play fantasy your way, we play fantasy our way for sure. But there is something to be said about a team that has this high of a draft capital. Now, obviously. Look, there's been t- not to get into tune in the weeds of like uh, fantasy football, but right. if you look at a James when a uh, um, who was the Chiefs running back for years that was like the only good part, Charles, um, uh, Jamal Charles, Jamal Charles. For years, he was the only good player on a bad team, and he would rack up points left and right. I still think we're in a point right now that we have no bad teams as of yet, or now that we know of, or we might even have we might not even have a bad team this year. Right. But at this point, three second, three second rounders from IDC, maybe someone could say Dustin Willoughby should go higher considering that Dustin James and Steven are on what we consider to be group two.
0: Right. Right.
1: If you, if you, if you take Dustin Willoughby in the first round of your draft, I don't think you're absolutely crazy.
0: No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. If you like, again, like the same kind of commentary with Jack, if you want that consistent points and you want someone that is going to be solid in that particular position, go ahead. Go ahead. Absolutely. Now, I did some scouting uh, from the Murder Mystery show um, that Mr. Bill Jackson was in.
1: Another great show that goes on at the Improv Collective. Absolutely.
0: Yes. And... Uh, last week you made the commentary that he gets buckets that he shoots for threes. Mm -hmm. And I can say without a shadow of a doubt that that has been confirmed by watching Bill Jackson in the murder mystery show. Uh, It was, he's, he's got the right gear. He's got that right pacing. He's got the cadence and he gets buckets for sure.
1: Absolutely. I think, I think, yeah, I think that, Bill Jackson is a flashy player. He's going to get you. If when you win with Bill Jackson, you're going to win big. I think that's a fair assessment. Absolutely. Right. And, and if you lose, I don't think it's because of Bill Jackson. I don't know if you'll lose a lot if you have Bill Jackson. But if you lose, it's not because of him. But if you win, it might just be because of him. If, I, don't, I don't know if that's a I don't know if that's completely the most thought out commentary ever, but I think that is that is how I'm feeling. If you win, it's because of him. If you lose, I don't think it's because of him.
0: Right. Right. Exactly. It's not going to be the it'll definitely be the make, but it won't be the break.
1: Yep. That's a really good point. That's that's exactly what I like. Oh, that's exactly what I think.
0: There you go. Now, Josh here, um, as the coach of the Fullerton 10 Americans, you know, he's got he is going to uh, be a very active coach. He is going to be in there scene painting. He's going to be. um uh, in the in the huddle he's going to be a very uh, active force so if you're looking for someone who's going to be very active um and very participatory mm-hmm. Heimendinger's is the guy
1: i think that here's where i'm at with it too if you look at dustin and jack mm-hmm. certainly they were playing in other leagues certainly they were playing in a uh, big big time in europe but they never in the american ifl did dustin and jack ever play josh heimendinger is also a player I think, I think people around the league think of him as a player's coach. I think that uh, for sure, someone I would keep an eye on the second round. If I'm getting, if I have not taken Jack or Dustin, I'm happy to having Josh as my first coach. If that's, if that's who's, if that is, who is available. And again, remember you're drafting one position, right? You don't Mm -hmm. have a bench. You have, everyone's taken. If two coaches are gone and you're looking at Josh, you're in the turn of the second round, or maybe you're in the middle of the second round and you say, you know, I've got a goalie that I like. I've got maybe, maybe I've got a captain that I like. I might just take Josh here. If I'm, maybe if I'm a late, maybe if I'm in the first round, if I'm the first mm-hmm. pick overall, uh, obviously, uh, IFL traditionally the fantasy is a snake draft. So number right. one pick overall, I took, uh, I took, let's say I took Garen as my goalie. Mm-hmm. is No, forget about it. I think Garen's a solid pick of goalie going to score buckets. No question. Yeah. So now now I'm at the end of round 2 and you know if I'm looking at maybe if Steven Bartlett's available as a forward that's good. But then you know maybe I'm looking at Josh Hymaninger or my next my next forward is Chris Beal. You know I might I might just take Josh there.
0: Yeah, notable the the forward um the the forward spot steven is like you said, did say the first forward off the board and you know that's mm-hmm. um in that second round like if you want to go ahead and lock in your forward yeah. um for someone um yeah. you know steven is definitely a solid choice and i mean depending on where you draft you know that is a uh if you want to fill out the pos- fill out that position early and forget about it then that's the oh yeah a set and
1: and forget it kind of guy I think too I think that Mm -hmm. he's exactly what you're looking for uh especially if you're if you're a younger I mean I'm gonna say like if you you haven't done a ton of fantasy stuff I think I think steady hands go a long way
0: right now my another thing too is just as an overall draft commentary is these definitely can change because there's a lot of rookies. There's a lot of rookies. And maybe you don't feel comfortable spending, you know, your high draft capital on someone like Vanessa, right? Because you just don't know. Maybe Steven, you just don't know. But I do want to stress that um, they're here and they're placed for a reason. You know, they definitely, This again, this is um, Joey, uh, myself, and then a uh, neutral third party Um, kind of getting all of the average rankings and everything together. So, I mean, you definitely do not be intimidated by, you know, spending your first round pick on a rookie. You know, you got, you can get, you can wind up with, you know, again, going back to actual football, you can end up with a Jamar chase who is, has won many leagues uh, in fantasy football. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. I think that's so, yeah
0: so yeah all right so now uh moving on let's go ahead and go into group three joe if you want to rattle these guys off.
1: yeah and again i know you're probably sick of us saying it but this is in no particular order so i'm just going to read them off this is group three uh chris beal uh forward for the lake forest Rangers, david kasner captain of the newport newport beach academy Derek luchin coach of the tustin raiders Clayton Moore, coach of the uh, Garden Grove Trotters, and Zach Robbins, goalie for the Tustin Raiders.
0: Wow! All right. So the first thing that stops out that jumps out to me is you got Clayton in tier three. Now, Clay- I think
1: I th- I'm sorry to cut you off. That just speaks to the quality of this league.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, you know that. Definitely. First time coach, you know, he definitely has a lot of coaching experience outside um, of the uh, improv collective into kind of the greater orange County scene. So. Yeah. He um, coached,
1: he coached in, uh, he coached in Europe. He played in America.
0: mm -hmm. So there is plenty of uh, opportunity there, you know, now um, you look again, you know, in this particular lineup, you have a couple coaches in there. So, if you feel like you want to wait and hold off in order to get your coaches, there are still some quality, quality coaches mm-hmm. in this in this bracket.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think that uh another thing that jumps out to me: no rookies in this round, too. Mm-hmm. So this is, I mean, look, I I you know, I think this is also maybe I don't know, even hack to say from a fantasy analysis, but. Yes, your group one, group two picks are, you know, are probably your more higher scoring players, but your league is one on the back end, no matter what sport you're playing yes. fantasy-wise. Your, here your is where I think the real math, I think that group one and two, you just pick and you go. I don't think you can make a wrong choice here. Right. This is where we're starting to get right in group three, group three, group four, group five, uh, think uh, and group six. This is not really a question of like, who's better or worse or why they're in this group but like this is where like the meat and potatoes are of ifl that's going to make that makes that makes this like such a a difficult call on certain things and why you have to have your strategy set up i don't think you should walk into your lead your draft without a plan
0: right right and you have to take a look um you know As for right now as well, you'll notice that we're already through three groups and the midfielder has not been off the board. So if you really want to be the first one to snag a midfielder, do not be afraid or intimidated to go down to a different rank in order to secure that spot. That's a highly uh, high risk, high reward if you have a strong, solid midfielder.
1: Yeah, do you want to... Uh, and again, another thing too, these are our ranks. Please have your own ranks. Please go into, look at that, what we say and go, you know, I agree on this and that, but you know, I feel, I'm feeling something with this or I don't, I don't fully agree with that. That is, I, I cannot recommend something more than uh, coming into this with your own list.
0: Right, exactly. You can, you know, based on experience, if you have some inside information, if you, uh, you know, know how many hours this person's been putting, uh, you know, on the court. Uh, you're following their Instagram.
1: You're following their Instagram, their Twitter. You see the practices that they're putting in during the yeah. off season. I mean, for sure, no question.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: I, so, I think that's, I think that's, I know I'm, I'm cutting off so much, but there's so many things and this is not, I, and I'm also talking about round four or group four. Right. Well, you'll get Talita Part, Talia Partida, who is in, who is, who is in group four, which we're going to get to in a second. She's the first midfielder. Right. That, and everyone has to get a midfielder and midfielder is not a low scoring position. Not at all. So if I'm looking at the end of round two, maybe early round three, I might go reach. I think that's a call I will make on the day of that I might reach for. And I say reach, I think that's going to be a return on investment for Talia.
0: Right, exactly. You know, there's, plenty. I mean, uh, we can, you know, jump ahead, but I mean, there is the the midfielders as well as from a pure communication aspect and a Uh pure gamesmanship aspect. Uh They are absolutely solid. They're absolutely solid. So, so
1: sorry. So let's go back now. Let's go, talk, talk about group three. Chris Field, yeah. second forward off the board. Right? right. Uh Zach Robbins. I think if you wait on a goalie, I think you can do a lot worse than, than waiting for, for, for Zach Robbins, a lot of years in the league. He's been every position left, right, and center. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really think that um, he's someone that you could wait for if you're if you think you know Jao jack's a splashy coach uh, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna grab her in the first round maybe I'll, I'll maybe I'll get my captain and Bill Jackson and then if I'm looking at round I'm, I'm in round three and I got Zach robbins on the board i I don't I can't there's there's no way Zach Robbins leaves round three might not even be in might not even be in round three might be in round two
0: right. Absolutely. And I mean, you, I, I wanted to hit on this too, as well. Um, You know, David Kasner in the captain position for the Academy now, now again, the captain position is such a different position. I kind of harkens back to, you know, Jennifer Choi being in that captain spot and that, you know, I've seen, I've only seen David as a player um, and I've seen him, you know, absolutely crush it. So, um, you know, I, think that with that being said him being a captain is going to be something that is that high risk pick um in that particular spot because there isn't a lot of data we don't have a lot of film um in that aspect
1: yeah no i mean it's uh, you know it'll be he's on a young team he's on an exciting team and i think he will be the one setting up that young team. i think he has the capability to course correct in terms of uh, 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 of being the guy to, uh, you know, set up other people. I think he is. I mean, yes, we've seen David Kasner, the high scorer. Now let's see David Ka- Kasner as the captain.
0: Right. Exactly. And, uh, Derek, uh, at the show on uh Saturday night, he let me have one of his truly. So, um, that definitely boosted the, um, ranking a little bit and it definitely did sway it in my, uh, yeah. in my rankings. Incredible incredible it was a uh, pineapple one and it tastes delicious
1: uh unofficial sponsor of the ifl fantasy yep podcast maybe one day maybe, maybe one day
0: maybe we do want a real sponsor yeah. uh you know whatever yes. we, can pro- we can yeah when, the... yeah
1: when when the when the local business is here there's a there's an ifl podcast a fa- ifl fantasy podcast they're going to uh kick our doors down and yeah. throw money at us to uh mentioned plug their uh plug hymns
0: yeah hymns uh me undies uh, uh you blue know
1: mattress blue mattress
0: yeah uh also maybe that uh little tchotchke shop at the end of the strip mall that oh has that's the, clearly
1: a front that
0: has the ponchos in it
1: yep the raiders yep. ponchos
0: yep exactly
1: uh well now listen no one said we had to be on topic today
0: all right so
1: let's now that we're back to paying attention and behaving ourselves let's talk group four
0: mm-hmm.
1: again any order i'm gonna say it every time i don't care any order
0: do it please i don't want to get canceled
1: <laughs> it sounds like you just hit a bump all right mm. well we're <laughs> already here uh
0: <laughs> all right what all right no all right <laughs> all right all here right. we go go
1: kyle pearson captain of the Irvine.comies. is krista minicello captain of the fullerton americans Talia Partida, uh, midfielder for the Newport Beach Academy. Courtney Magleby, Newport Beach Academy coach. And Jared Lomelli the midfielder for the Tustin Raiders.
0: All right. So the first uh, – the disrespect. The disrespect that Courtney feels being the winner of last year, being the winner of last year and not being ranked the first coach. The, the, uh, that is going to be the fire. They're going to be out for blood this year.
1: I think I listen, it's not that I disagree with you. Courtney is a risk taker. Courtney is going to win in bunches. Courtney took on the responsibility of a lot of rookies. Now, of course, David Kasner as well gets buckets, no questions. Mm -hmm. Courtney has an exciting, Team though in their rookies, Vanessa on their team, first round pick. According to us, according to them as well. Courtney Courtney drafted Vanessa in the first round, and and by all analysis was the maybe potentially even in the first round maybe the pick of the draft. We don't know as of yet.
0: Wow, but that's wow. no.
1: I this is it's early speculation. Obviously, we won't know wow. until about a mid season report. And, and we'll see from there, but Courtney is, yeah, Courtney has, uh, now let's talk about the, uh, uh, in this group as well, Talia Partida on the Newport Bridge Academy, highest drafted midfielder, according to the anal- analysis, according to quote unquote experts.
0: Yes. Now he with... is the
1: highest drafted midfielder, a position you need in your, in your draft.
0: Now, uh, in the schoolyard, in the in the you know, in the you know, growing up, I've, uh, Talia and I, we've it's been plenty of years, you know that that she's been around. It's been plenty of years, she's been there. Uh, you know, I saw her uh, at her first uh, improv class that uh, she took, and you know, back in the back in the streets, we used to call Mordkrieg uh, telephone or chain murder. You know, like mm-hmm. I've seen. I've seen, you know, the schoolyard brawl that is Talia. And she is uh, going to be an incredibly solid midfielder for you. A lot of experience, a lot of years, a lot, a lot, a lot of years.
1: The draft analysis surrounding Talia, the word scrappy got used a lot. Uh huh. You know, uh, plays bigger than she is. Right. You know takes up that level of space and when you're looking for someone to score points in ifl these are all qualities you want
0: yep absolutely now captain for the irvine.com is kyle pearson as captain i love that i love that pick for a sleeper if you're looking for a solid captain you can get an incredible value from one half of the Kyle high club here. When uh, we talk,
1: when we talk in, in about halfway through the season, maybe three quarters, we will be discussing value picks. Cause obviously if you spent a first round draft pick on a first round draft pick, great works out. And if they work out great. If I'm spending a fourth round pick on Kyle Pearson, but he's scoring in that second to first round quality spot which which you know uh, at least according to mike's analysis here is a potential option then mm-hmm. talk about the return on value you got from drafting uh kyle in potentially the fourth maybe late third round
0: yeah i mean it's just it there's so much talent that's there that it is the uh it's just that pick is just screaming at me screaming at me and if it's there i'm not going to be afraid to do a little bit of a reach absolutely not
1: and again what is a reach at this point we i mean it's it it as far as we know again it, this is a position that you let's say you have captain uh let's say you're even a low first round pick you've got a goalie possibly a coach maybe a forward you have to get a captain and, and above Kyle is only uh, David. And now in the same group as Kyle is Kristen. Right. Uh, another super solid choice. Kristen, actually, uh, what I've liked about her play as a captain is we got to see bits and pieces due to injury due to uh, uh, due to, you know, all kinds of suspensions of last year. Kristen had to step up and be captain sometimes uh, throughout the season And not only stepped up, stepped into a role that seems suited for her skill set, her ability to look at the entire field, right, her ability to take it all in. Some people cower from that, or some people excel in that. And Kristen is someone who excelled in that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Huge energy, um, a real uh, a real force that's gonna uh, that you definitely have to uh, be aware of, um, you know, when you are looking to, uh, fill out that roster of yours. Absolutely.
1: Yes. Jared Lamelli. I like as a gadget player, then this is, and we're talking about this fourth third mid round picks. I, this is where I start looking at gadget players, right. Uh, destroys in the short form game category, the second round, the second game of every show Short form game randomly selected. Chris uh, Jared has that experience, has the training in all the things that, and will make will make for. Well, I will tell you this: will certainly make his teammates around him better. And for someone who has to give clues in board krieg, I do not know. You know, we have uh, Talia in the same position in the same group as Jared here. I mm-hmm. might pick. I might pick. Leah and maybe kind of like a splashier scene work points. But if I'm looking for giving clues points, which again, not only do you get points when your team gets, gets the clues, right. But you will also get points if the team, other team steals them. Might yes. not like that. You might not like that in, <laughs> if you're the, if you're Jared, the player, but if I'm, if I'm fantasy owner of Jared Lamelli, I will like that even the opposing team is going to have an easy time discerning the clues that Jared is going to give.
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. Now that is, uh, yeah. Clarity is the name of the game here. Cause you can, you have the opportunity to, there are negative points if you, you know, do whiff as the midfielder. So you got to keep that in mind that you really want to have that clarity there and that, uh, that high risk, uh, a high reward mentality there. So, um, let's go ahead and, uh, boogie on down to the next group here. Mm-hmm. um, Uh, Again, and uh, actually, this one is in particular order. No, I'm just kidding. In no particular order. uh, We have, uh, yep, we have Jay Kimsey coming in at the midfielder spot for the Lake Forest Rangers. Uh, We have uh, Katie Schemer as the midfielder uh, for the Fullerton American. We have Anna Ishizaki, uh, the forward for the Newport Beach Academy. Uh, We have Dana Brown, uh, forward for the Garden Grove Trotters. And we have Alex Raymond, captain of the Irvine.comies.
1: Now, Alex has got an interesting story. Drafted high his rookie season. Almost missed this previous season. Almost missed due to an early training camp injury. But he pulled through, got on the field with the uh, previous Irvine.comies. Previously, Got on the field, a slow start due to that injury, but by the end of the season, a fan favorite, a fantasy favorite for sure. Someone who was worth the investment on that.
0: Absolutely. You know, legend has it says that he's never washed that Winnie the Pooh onesie.
1: Yes, uh, that is the legend. I don't know. I don't wish to comment, speculate on that, but uh, if we could talk about this, Irvine.com returning as Irvine.com, Last time was a Ford. Now the captain. Yeah. Now the captain of the Irvine.com is, I think Dustin's move here. And I don't want to speculate. He has yet to comment after any particular performance, but I think that what Dustin is going for here is he wants familiarity in the fan base. He wants to keep the team slow. He wants to keep the team steady. He wants to keep the team focused. And I think having Alex Raymond returning the season as in for the around commies. And now as the captain is clearly a step in that direction.
0: Right? Absolutely. Now going uh, here, we have the, the double forward in this tier. We have Dana Brown and we have Anna Ishizaki. Now uh, both players uh, incredibly strong. I had mentioned before um, last uh, last podcast about this is Dana's year. This is Dana's year to make the jump to a uh, power player. Um, to really, really uh, grab the, the bulls by the horns and uh, really, uh, really make it to where she, like she'll have an impact, uh, Here, a heavy impact.
1: Here's where I wonder if maybe the rankings weigh the position a little bit. And I wonder if some of these other rankers that we have, obviously that we have us too, but we, we take into consideration other websites, rankings. We do, we take, you know, you look at this and that this will be Dana Brown's first year as a forward starting Mm -hmm. off the season as a forward, traditionally a midfielder player. I think that if this unlocks her potential, it would be at this position.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, You know, Anna as well um, rookie this year, uh, Lucky rookie for year. the Newport beach Academy and, you know, coming in with that energy, coming in with that, uh, that real, uh, sense of, uh, you know, really laying the ground work out. I think she's, you know, like we had mentioned before in the last one, she's the, uh, you know, first one to get there last one to leave. And she's Absolutely. got, she's at every, drop in she's it seems like that she's uh, a student of the game and I think by having that she's been exposed to a lot a lot of different tactics and strategies so I think it's going to be very beneficial for her
1: yeah I think Anna was picked it was drafted for that reason obviously there are people who uh we have there's been some un there's been some free agents unrestricted free agents people make some training camp bodies for sure but Anna was drafted I think you know, to the best of my knowledge, based on the reports uh, from the draft was about IQ was about hard work was about uh, what I mean, I I know, these are like, I know, almost kind of buzzwordy, but there is some truth to them.
0: Right? Absolutely. Now, the thing is, uh, Katie, uh, actually was, um, you know, at the uh, murder mystery show on Saturday at the improv collective and uh, you know after the show everyone was you know talking and hanging out and uh, you know I ran into her and she tried to cut me with a beer bottle now was that something that she had planned no I saw blood red in her eyes and she was ready on the attack so I think that she's gonna be uh a, a lot of energy a lot of good energy yeah
1: yeah, well, I mean, if you have to remember, I think we talked about this last week, Josh, the coach of the Fulton Americans, uh, is also active, Is also the general manager of the Fulton Americans, traded up in the draft to go get her. Now, what I mean, that's, you know, what does that mean? What does that mean uh, for, uh, what does that mean for her? Is that, that to me, that means Fulton Americans are, as an organization, the front office downwards are looking at Katie as someone who was worth giving up that extra stock for, right? Which means that, you know, and I'm not saying moment one as a rookie first show, maybe first two shows, not saying she's going to deliver, but knowing Josh, knowing the Fulton Americans organization, they are looking long-term. They're worried about game four, game five, playoffs. Uh, Going back to uh, the Newport beach Academy, you know, uh, as the youngest team in the league and Fullerton Americans are right there with them, almost the second youngest team in the league. Mm-hmm. They are looking at the long run. Right. Who's going to be a spark plug late in the season. Who is going to be getting the points late in the season. And I look at someone like a Katie and Anna, uh, in this round. And I think that those fill those roles.
0: Yeah, absolutely now uh, Joey, we are going to be going into the uh, the final group here. Well
1: let's I do want to talk about Jay Kimsey. For oh a yes, yes, uh, yes,
0: yes. Uh,
1: fun uh, fun player to watch first season in the uh, it, uh, last year uh, coached by Dustin Willoughby. of course Dustin trading away uh, Jay for stock capital moving up in that draft. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but you have to think about that. If Jay was traded away, that means the lake for Rangers saw value in her right. and reports indicate not the only team that was, te- was, was header in their scope.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: you know, uh, ca- you know, high character player. I know a lot of coaches look for that dedicated, energetic puts, you know, someone who's ready and able to put their team on their back. And I think yeah. that fully describes Jay.
0: Yep. Absolutely. I think, yeah. Having that high energy there as midfielder too. that energy. I'm curious to see taking that high energy and funneling that and channeling that into a clear, uh, dare I say a Lomeli-esque approach to that position. Mm -hmm. So absolutely. A solid, a solid pick, uh, a solid pick all around.
1: Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Uh, let me tell you uh let's go to, let's go to the group six now. Mm-hmm. Um and uh yeah there the the group six is probably not gonna shock you uh in terms of five out of six of them are rookies. IFL has rookies every year, uh has returning town every year too. Uh but I think, and again, I know this is easy to say at this point, but for me, and I've always felt this about fantasy, you know, the group, your first couple of picks are there to be your big breadwinners for sure. But I think that group four through six and maybe even group three is right in that conversation. This is where you win or lose, IFL. Yep. I think this is where you have to be as smart as you can. This takes the most dedication and analysis and planning around. Uh, before we get into the positions, I just want to, we have two midfielders, Two forwards and one goalie. So think about that. We have only one goalie. Uh, uh, so if you are waiting on a goalie, which is not a terrible strategy, if you if you're willing to wait on a goalie because you as that position you you have questions about it, you can get a goalie late. There are goalies to be found late in the process. Or if you don't want to bite, if you don't want to fall for the goalie run that inevitably happens in every IFL. Then you wait for a goalie here. Same thing. You can wait on positions. Mm -hmm. Every position you can wait for. Think about what we said, Courtney, in group four. You can wait for a position. So I want to be I want to be clear that I don't want to leave any hesitancy for these runs that inevitably happen. If there's a if there's a forward run in round two, three and four, then wait. You don't have to fall for it.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly.
1: So, so that we have a goalie, a forward, and a midfielder. So by now, all the coaches in theory should be gone. All the captains should be gone in theory. Uh, uh, so, so if you're looking at a goalie, a forward, a midfielder, any one of these players, you can win your league with. I think. I, I mean, yeah. I, I don't think. I don't think that's a bold stance, really. But uh, 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 the winner will have one of these, you know, six for sure. <laughs> but my point, my point, yeah. Uh, but my yep. point really remains that like you have to do your research for these later picks, and in a, almost in a backwards way. These later picks become more valuable. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. Like you have to spend. I'm not thinking about my first two picks. No. I have, I have, I have two people in mind. Maybe a third. Yada yada. But this group four through six. This is where I'm. This is where the money is made. Your bread is buttered on these picks. Group six any order Julie Hawking midfielder Irvine Cameron Miller midfielder Garden Grove Trotters, Jason Nguyen goalie for the Lake Forest Rangers, Erica Cervantes, uh, forward for the Tustin Raiders and Aubrey Bishop forward for the Fullerton Americans. Uh, and again, let me say it again. Aubrey was not our pick 30. Aubrey, uh, uh, was not. She just happened to be the last name. We put these names through a randomizer just to give, move some people around. We randomized them in groups of six or groups of five, excuse me. Uh, so again, I'll talk about Aubrey. There was a movement in the, because you have to remember Josh moved up in the draft for Katie and for Aubrey. Mm-hmm. Two rookies long-term. I know I'm repeating a lot of the same points I made for Katie, but Josh looked at these two and said, I'm willing to give up long. I'm willing to give up. Uh, stock and availability that could go somewhere else for these two.
0: Right. Exactly. And also noted Aubrey uh, uh, Aubrey did not try to uh, shank me with a beer bottle in the back here's, of the parking lot.
1: Here's what we know.
0: That's Aubrey what we know. did
1: not try to shank you.
0: Yep. So that's, uh, a, that's positive in my book.
1: A, for, a forward there as well. Let's talk about the other forward in this group. Erica Cervantes. I think what the Tustin Raiders are looking for is someone like this. Um, again, we're using, we're, I'm repeating myself in terms, but a spark plug. But I don't think spark plug does it does it does it enough service. Spark mm. plug, I feel like is too finite of a source of energy. It needs to be. She's she could be she could play like she's she's on the sun. I think that <laughs> I think that she has got a lot of energy takes some space, is not afraid to go for it, has a nose for the ball, is not afraid to, leans into contact, uh, I think it's going to be for sure a fun player to watch.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, absolutely. If you're thinking fun, if you are thinking someone that's going to be uh, actively engaged and she's, you know, she's the ander for the yes yes for the yes and, like mm-hmm. she will mm-hmm. absolutely get there. Um, I wanted to kind of make note here uh Jason Wynn um goalie for the Lake Forest Rangers now rookie
1: goalie I will say yeah one of two rookie goalies
0: so I'm looking at it and I and I did a little bit of scouting um and with goalie there's an intangible skill and the Mm -hmm. that intangible skill is being incredibly uh likable And a Mm -hmm. person that, a goalie you could have a beer with, let's just say. Uh, Now, he's got that and more. So I think if there is a joke, maybe if he gets a little bit rattled or there might be some, you know, uh, one uh, joke that can go either way, um, or if he's put into that position where their coach uh, does a power play, uh, you know, I think just because he has that aura about him, Yes. I think that he will be more successful than not.
1: I think that's a part of the reason that the Lake Force Rangers drafted Jason. I think he does have a little bit of that X factor for you. I think when you look at a position like the goalie, I think that the one of the stronger power plays in IFL is the goalie. And does Jason have the charisma to match that for sure? And charisma, I guess that, you know, he's not shakable you know, you can't, you, you know, he's not, he's not a flappable guy, if you will. Right. And I think facing in the pressure of a big joke, you know, comes down to a line or two. I think Jason has what it takes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now uh, with the uh, mid midfielder position, uh, we have Cameron Miller now, Cameron Miller, again, uh, did a little bit of scouting on him um, and he is here to uh, I, I wanted to comment on the specificity of his stage movement. Uh, you know, he's definitely commits to the physicality, definitely commits to the space work and his, that's all you could yeah. want from a midfielder.
1: Yeah. His his uh, his notes on the draft process was lateral movement uh, had one of the higher jumps in the uh, pre-draft process at uh, training or, um, during the uh, initial analysis had a lot of the intangibles that you like to see lanky body, uh, uh, tall, athletic, good mm-hmm. build, all the things you look for yeah. in any kind of player uh, saying nothing, of course, of Julie Hawking, the other midfielder in this last game, uh, such, such a fan favorite. And I don't think that's an accident. I think that her play and her teamwork and her camaraderie, I, again, I think Julie elevates i think that uh, if i can be completely honest i think that julie is down here uh in this grouping not for anything that she does wrong but uh rather she just makes every other player she's with that much better
0: yes absolutely If i'm
1: a player in fantasy in ifl uh which i was for years i would want a player like a julia hawking like a cameron miller like an aubrey bishop some of these some of these rookies and some of veterans uh like a kyle pearson like a stephen bartlett like these guys these guys and gals who, who elevate you as a teammate and julie just does just just julie does just that yes so if I'm looking and if, if I listen if my midfielder is Julie Hawking I am not I'm not shedding a single tear
0: yes Absolutely. If
1: I waited, if there was a midfielder run and all the other midfielders are gone by the end of round four and I'm looking at Cameron or Julie, I'm saying, well, you guys have made a huge, you guys bought, you guys bought uh, in Dogecoin. Meanwhile, I think Julie (laughs) Hawking is gold or silver. Like you got to you got to know when to wait. And whereas, you know, if you get on a run of midfielders, which is bound to happen, I I, think I had a guess of position that would get a, get a run. You know, when you're doing fantasy football and there's a QB run in the middle of round four or five, you're like, what are you doing? Right. Wait, there's, you can, you can wait.
0: Yep. You That to
1: me, if I get, if I get with Julie or Cameron or Jay, my lower, you know, the, the group six or five midfielders, I'm sitting pretty.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I mean, that just, again, and you kind of kicked off the, kicked off the show with, uh, you know, saying that there is such a wealth of talent in this year, um, for the 10th season. And I think that, um, you know, the quality and the caliber of players in group six, uh, can attest to how great this overall season and a high scoring season at that.
1: Yes. I, I think that, um, uh, it, uh, what I wanted to do uh, before we get out of here, and maybe you're going to stick with Kyle Pierce, but re looking at this list one more time?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Looking at this group, three, four, five, and six, is there a player that speaks to you that is, is going to be a value pick in this draft? If it's Kyle Pearson, again, that is completely fine for me. But if there's someone else that sticks out to you, I would like for you to touch on that now. As a, mm-hmm. as a, as a fantasy analyst,
0: Family, a fantasy analyst. I'm looking at these picks and I think from a pure, uh,
1: we're talking, fir- we're ca- talking about value of draft. If I got this person either later than I should have, or maybe, you know, they got there was maybe a run and I and I bucked the run and went somewhere else and I got this person who's sticking out to you at this point as this, this is my, this is my guy or gal or my, this is my person.
0: Yep. I'm looking at it i'm kind of let me just do a quick little run through here all right perfect uh Jared lamelli midfielder touch yep. Raiders. Mm-hmm. a hundred I, he I think that this person is uh so uh sound in what they're doing and i think that they um you know even if I dare i say like end of the second round i might even skip group three and just go straight uh wait sorry Mm -hmm. i might even i'm yeah i might even skip a ranking
1: i know that's uh, that's that's where because jared is in group four and again if he's the top of your group group four, the middle or the bottom whatever you say he is in group four Mm -hmm. if i'm yeah i mean again if you think about this i'm the first overall pick i pick up let's say i pick up vanessa as my first pick that's my goalie End of second round, you know, coaches are looking there. Maybe I get a Josh Heimendinger as my coach. Then I'm looking and I'm going, okay, I can take group three. Uh, no goalies got that covered. And I have a coach as well. Group three has got captains and a forward and, a, 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 and, and, uh, a, sorry, group three has got a lot of coaches and a goalie and a captain. And they go, you know, there's some captains I'm excited about later, like an Alex. If I'm the first over first over, over pick, I'm the first pick in round three. Yeah. I could see going and get Jared at the midfielder.
0: Absolutely. Now you got to tell me, uh, you got to tell me yours now. What do you think when you're looking at strict value? Um, you uh, know, there's
1: so many that jump out to me. I think I I can make a strong argument for Alex Raymond again. If he is the captain, I end up with I'm not shedding a tear. I think Julie Hawking in group six, that same story. But if I had to really, I'm going to go up a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go up a little bit higher. And I'm going to say, I think that, uh, Zach, uh, Robbins goalie for the Tustin Raider veteran presence goalie. I think I'm not going to, if I, if I'm looking at this, I don't think I'm getting a goalie in the first round. Um, you know, depending on where I am at the draft, maybe I'm, if I'm a low, if I'm a high part in the draft. I don't think I'm getting a goalie. If I'm like pick one or two, yep, maybe even three. I don't know if I'm walking out of here with a goalie. Mm-hmm. So now I'm in, I'm in round two and I'm looking at this and I'm like, Hmm, I don't have the top, you know, two to three goalies with Vanessa Garrett and Zach, but here comes Zach Zach Payne that is. But mm-hmm. if I'm in round two and I'm like, I'm looking at Zach Robbins at goalie. And again, he's in group three. Uh, so, you know, I would maybe look there and go, well, I'm going to be happy with this goalie coach. Let's say I got Jennifer as my captain, Zach Robbins is my goalie. And then I got another pick right then and there. I go pick up Clayton Moore, Derek Luchanek coach. And I'm sitting there and I'm going, I might have just won the draft. I'm just doing these first three picks.
0: What a stacked, what a stacked lineup that that's, is.
1: That's a lineup you can get. You can get Jennifer Choi, Zach Robbins, Clayton Moore on a team. You could do it. And yeah. then I'm just, I'm, I'm wilding. I'm just, I'm making it up as I'm going along. I have a coach. I have a captain. I have a goalie. I go, I wait. Maybe I get Jerry Lamelli. If, if you're not in the same draft I am, maybe I get Jerry Lamelli. Or if I don't, I go get a Dana Brown. Mm-hmm. And then I get, uh, let's see, I've got a goalie. Then maybe I get an Erica Cervantes. And then maybe I get Julie Hoggins around on my team. I think yeah. that is a, uh, that I've got a captain, a coach. Yeah. I think I'm looking at uh, a team of Jennifer Choi. Zach Robbins, Clayton Moore, uh, uh, Dana Brown, uh, Erica Cervantes and Julie Hawking. I'm, I'm looking at that. That's off the top of my head. You know, I don't know who is, I don't know. Some other people got might get trapped around that, but those all fit the positions I need. I don't think I'm, I'm not sweating this league. I'm not, yeah. I'm not taking anybody. I've taken some people who I like. I've got some people higher and lower than that, but I'm looking at that pit, that draft specifically and going, I'm walking away at least at least second third place, which it doesn't get you anything. But I, I would I would not be surprised if that team is a winning team that wins the league.
0: Right. I mean, you know, another possible team that you have. You know, you can you can end up you know with a Zach Major Payne. You know, Bucket Bill Jackson. Uh, you can go Chris Beal Talia. Uh, you know, and then if you wanted. Um, you can hold off there and you can end up getting um, you Courtney Magleby, like, maybe. Yeah. Like Courtney, um, you know, that's something that you can. Jared Lamelli is in that
1: conversation, you know, again, yeah. it depends where your pick is obviously it depends on what runs happen.
0: Um, mm-hmm.
1: And again, just depends on where your draft is. And I think that team in itself, that's, that is a low pick team, right? I think that is that is an interesting conversation that team versus my team. I think that's a very interesting conversation. Solid. I don't know. I don't know who I who I pick. There is there are people I think like my captain might do better than your captain, but your coach might be do better. Than my you know, it is just one of those things where you don't know week to week.
0: Right. Exactly. And we definitely will find that out. So the thing is now uh, this is going to be uh, posted. We're going to have our uh, we're going to have. Uh, All of that, the rankings out for you guys to help you out with your draft. And then the next time that we will be uh, that you'll be hearing from us is our post-match uh, recap as well as our you know future breakdown for the for the matches to come exactly um, following up in that next set. So um, we with that being said, we are running out of time. So Joey, do you have any final thoughts um, before people start drafting?
1: July twenty third is the first show. I implore you to come out. We have two great teams. I think that this season of IFL is going to be especially terrific, and I know. I know it's probably easy to say that for my position, but just looking at this first show, we got a Tustin Raiders at the Newport Beach Academy and Garden Grove Chotters at the uh, this fr- this Saturday, excuse me, 7.23. I think that's going to be a great show. I cannot wait to see it. It's going to be great. We are going to have a terrific audience, a terrific host, terrific show. Everything's going to be amazing.
0: Yep. All right. Well, hey, thank you so much, Joey. And um, this has been the IFL Fantasy Cast.